Yes, sir. Oh, glorious day. Be all right if it was today. Would be all right. It'd be fine with me. Oh, glorious, glorious day. But if it just happens to not be today, you and I are left on this earth for a purpose and for a reason. And when that time comes to an end, whether it's personally in my life and God takes me home, or if it's that glorious day and we're all just gone, we must continue to maintain. We must continue to take ground for the Lord. Take back property. Advance for the kingdom of God that has been stolen from us by the enemy. Today, this morning, if you have a mind to, and a heart for it, we're going to go giant hunting. We're going to hunt giants in our lives that keep us and prevent us from being what God has called us to be, that keep us and prevent us from doing what God has called us to do. Giants, all kinds. You can name all kinds of them. Fear and worry and doubt. Giants that scream at us, cause us to cower back and step back. Giants of failure. Giants of just looking in your face in the mirror and seeing your face to me is the biggest giant of all. Me. What I see staring back at me every day as I attempt to serve the Lord. They're all around me. But God has made us a promise. He has told us about this glorious promised land that you and I should be walking in now. When we're in heaven, everything will be perfect. We will see Him for who He is. We'll see absolute truth. We'll understand it all. But God has given us promises today to walk in. That we can reap the harvest in these last days. And my gosh, you have to know we're in the last days now. Just absolutely have to know it. And I believe if... If I can just follow the leading of the Spirit of the Lord today, that you and I can face giants with the Word of God and take them out in our lives. Oh, the enemy will try to raise up other giants in your life, but you can take them out in the name of the Lord and by the power of Almighty God. I hope you're ready to do some giant hunting. Every one of you have giants in your lives. The day that you gave your heart to the Lord and you left the roll call of the enemy and went on that heavenly roll call, the devil said, I want them back. And even now, even today, in his strategy room, scheming with all the devils to try to get you back or to at least try to make you useless to the kingdom of God. We're going to defeat that this morning. We're going to defeat it this morning. Here is our sword. Here is our weapon. You believe it, Bruce? Take us before the Lord, please. <clears throat> Amen. Thank you. You may be seated. Just as God's children face giants in the biblical times, you and I face giants today. Notice I say giants, not just giant. I have giants in my life. 
Numbers 13 tells us this, verse 26. And they went and came to Moses and to Aaron and to all the congregation of the children of Israel unto the wilderness of Paran, to Kadesh, and brought back word unto them unto all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. They went into the promised land. Now look here for a minute. This is our promised land. You and I are to go into this promised land and see the unbelievable promises of God. The unbelievable giftings of God and the various things that God calls us to do. Even the very fact about loving your enemy is all through this Word of God. This is our promised land. That we are to walk through this promised land coming back bearing fruit. Bearing fruit as changed people by the power of God. And so this is our fruit that we carry back. Even as they carried actual physical fruit, you and I should have fruits of the Spirit. We shouldn't be what we used to be. We should be undeniably changed by the power of God as we walk into this promised land. But there are giants in that land. So this is what's going on. I say, the spies have gone out and they're coming back and they're showing, man, look at this fruit. Look at that fruit. Look how big this is. It's awesome over there. And that's what the Word of God is. It's absolutely, totally awesome. Verse 27 says, And they told him and said, We came unto the land whither thou sentest, and surely it floweth with milk and honey. And this is the fruit of it. Everything you've said in the Word of God is absolutely true. The power of it. I can be regenerated by the power of Almighty God. I can invite God, the Trinity, inside of me, and He will live and move inside of me. It's true. I could be totally rearranged by the power of God. By the Word of God will sustain me when nothing else will. Here's the fruit thereof, is what they're saying. Leviticus 20 says, But I have said unto you, You shall inherit their land, and I will give it unto you to possess it. This is coming from the Lord. A land that floweth with milk and honey. I am the Lord your God, which has separated you from other people. God says, this is for you. That word of God on your lap is for you. God says, I have given this to you. All the promises in the word of God are yea and amen. I'm still a healing, miraculous, moving, power-filled God. This is for you. And he goes on and confirms it with, I am the Lord your God. You shall inherit this land. So I thought, okay, I'm going to look up the word land. A few different definitions. Land, one is what you and I probably would think of, the surface of the earth. It's all natural resources. The land. Everybody's home is on a parcel, a land. Some of you own farms of land. Another definition is just could be a country. And they use the phrase here, this country has the finest cheese in all the land. All the land. I thought, nah, I'm not using that one either. But the third one is the one I like. The third one is where I believe the Spirit of God stopped me on. It's a, a realm or a dominion. And they put in the land of dreams. But I put the promised land. This is the realm or the dominion that you and I should fight to live in. This is the one that God has said, go out and spy the land. Oh, there's giants 
And there's enemies in this land. But the fruit thereof is absolutely awesome and powerful. He said, go in. Go in to the land of promise. This realm. If you want to call it a dreamland, I particularly don't like that phrase because it's almost as if you wake up and you go, oh, it's not real. You ever have one of them dreams? You got everything you wanted in life? I've had a dream where my black shiny 60, I can't remember the number, uh, three or two split window black vet with a big chrome stuff sitting in my garage. And then I wake up and go, oh. So I don't like that dream land. But God talks about the promised land. The promised land of God that you and I, you and I are to possess this land. You and I are without a shadow of a doubt living below what God has caused us to live to. And I believe it's because the giant keeps going like this to you. Keeps smashing you back down or keeping his thumb on you. Every time you try to get stirred by the word of God, a little bit of faith comes in you. The enemy is quick to go up. Oh, no, you don't. With some type of giant of doubt or failure or worry or health or finances. These giants! We are to possess this land of promise. Listen, the realm of the miraculous, the land of the supernatural, and the holy presence of God. But as you and I have been introduced to this land by the way of salvation, I have been introduced to this land by the way of salvation. We have seen something. And we continue to experience something else as well. Man, there's giants in that land. Numbers 13, 28. As we continue in the opening text, the next verse says, Nevertheless, they're talking about this fruit and the promise and the Word of God and the power and the miraculous and the supernatural and the majestic power of God. In the very next verse, they go, Nevertheless, man, the people be strong that dwell in that land. And the cities are walled and very great. And moreover, we saw the children of Anak there. That's the giants. Real live giants from this family. Numbers 13.33 confirms it even more. And there we saw the giants. The son of Anak, which come of the giants. And we were in our own sight as grasshoppers. And so we were in their sight. You see all these promises, the miraculous moving of God, the book of Acts, everything that is given to us, Corinthians, the gifts, the filling of the Spirit of God. You read books by Finney and Wigglesworth, and you get stirred, and all these various tremendous moves of God. And then you go, oh my gosh. The giants start to appear in your life. The giants start screaming at you. And all of a sudden, you look like this pitiful little grasshopper. And you feel like this grasshopper. And then you have this mind of this grasshopper and a belief of the grasshopper. And you think, oh, in their sight, we must look like grasshoppers. And it says, then so we were. And that's what the American church seems to be. A little itty-bitty bug. A little bit of a nuisance to society. A little grasshopper hopping a little bit there and hopping almost there. But as you are opening up with this word of God and this tremendous promised land, almost immediately we are facing giants. 
And I'll confirm it again. The biggest giant to me is the giant of self. The giant of me. The carnal me. The giants of fear and failure all around me. Constantly screaming. Like we were talking about last week. Attempting to take this uh, half acre. And the giants rise up and scream. Not you. You're too feeble. You're too weak. God's trying, tired of trying to use you. You failed too much. And these giants rise up over and over and over. And they're in your life. And they might even be jangling you now. Because they might feel their feet being held to the fire. The word of God, and we're pinpointing giants this morning. And they might be stirring you, making you moody, grumpy, or something to try to keep you from hearing the word of God. And as God was stirring me with this music, or with this message, I could not help but think of the movie Facing the Giants. Because that's what God wants us to do. There's giants in my life I must face today. It's a giant of a different sort. People conceal and carry and have all these guns. That's fine. I I, I don't care about all that. This is a different weapon. This is a different fight. This is a supernatural in a realm, in a land where you don't see. The war rages. But here on earth, the stress and the pressure of the giants and the screaming and the failures and the doubts and nothing seems to be going right. Mount up and mount up and mount up in your life and mine. You can sense the failure, the stress, and the hopelessness. Have you been there? Are you there? Various times in your life, you felt like this. And all you can do is weep. Weep and doubt and wonder, God, what's going on? Why is all this happening? When he says, it's me, it's me. It shot through me when I was watching this in my office. Why do I always seem to fail the Lord? Why can't I witness like I want to be and be what I want to be for you, Lord? Why can't I serve you with all the unction I could muster up, Lord? Why do I seem to always cower? There's so many things I don't understand. Why did my friend have to die? Why do you let these situations go on? Why is it so hard, God? What are you doing, God? You been there? God, I seem to suffer setback after setback. I know I'm going to fail, Lord, before I even try. So, Lord, what's the use? And the giants rise up and scream in your ears over and over and over again. The giants of failure. The giant of you tried this before. The giant of old age. The giant of health. The giant of finances. The giant of relationships. The giant of fatherhood. And on and on and on. 
all these various giants raise up to keep you down all the time, just like this man. There's got to become a part and a time where you and I are tired of being afraid, tired of having this enemy or these enemies scream in our ears. I have another clip for you. Are we ready for that one? Just a short one again, and you'll remember it. Listen. Listen to the words. You are the young boy. You are the young boy attempting to kick the football. Did you hear that? If you accept defeat, then that's what you'll get. And it looks like it. It looks like our, our nation has been defeated. It looks like morality has been defeated. It looks like the families have been defeated. And sadness of all, it seems like the church has been defeated. And if you accept that, then that's what we'll have. Or else you can rise up and start facing these giants in your life. There is great wealth right here in giftings and talents in coming together as one and getting a hold of God and crying out to Almighty God to do something like we've never seen before. Great wealth! But the enemy keeps coming against you. Are you tired of pouting? Tired of being defeated? Tired of expecting to miss? I want to be done expecting defeat. We want to hunt those giants this morning. We want to go for them and look them out and go at them in the name of the Lord. And take them out. I don't know what giants are in your life, but I know they're there. Because the enemy is always attempting to defeat us. I'm now in my 60s. When I was first saved, I was in the middle of my 20s. And I used to think, boy, when I'm in my 30s, I'm going to be something for God. Because of time going by and, and seasoned in God. And then I was 30s. And I used to say 40s, and then I used to say 50s. And now I'm in my 60s. And I want to tell God, God, I'm tired of waiting till when I'm this or when I'm that. It's a trick from the enemy, Lord. I want to move in the majesty and the power of God now. I want to take on the giants today, this morning, now. I want to go after them, God. With all thy might and all thy strength that I can muster in the word of God. Psalms 27 tells us this. As we go after the giants, it's by the word. It says, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Of whom shall I fear? Or is this just ink blots on a white paper? Or is this the word of God? The word of God that you should hide in your hearts. Of whom shall I fear? Says the word of God. The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Psalms 18.2 says this. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, my deliverer, my God, my strength, in whom I will trust. My buckler and the horn of my salvation and my high tower. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. 
That's what your word says. All the giants are freaking out now. Isaiah 12, 2 says this, Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord Jehovah is my strength and my song. He also has become my salvation. That's how you defeat the giants. With the Word of God. In a little bit, we're going to come down to this altar. If you so desire or there, I don't care. And we're going to stand upon the Word of God and we're going to speak the Word of God to these various giants that have ruled and reigned long enough in your life. Whatever they are. We're going to look at one more clip all the way through. And we're going to see how that two couple weeping and crying and hopelessness and despair, what they did. The voices you hear in your head, you're not capable. You're dead weight. His very own friend. Let's stand. This is the Word of God. This is the Word of God. And this is what we're going to stand on. All these various giants that are around us. The Word of God. Unto Thee, O Lord, do I lift up my soul. O my God, I trust in Thee. Let me not be ashamed. Let not my enemies triumph over me. Yea, let none that wait on Thee be ashamed. Let them be ashamed which transgress without cause. Show me Thy ways, O Lord. Teach me Thy paths. Lead me in Thy truth and teach me. For Thou art the God of my salvation. On Thee do I wait all the day. This is the Word of God. This is how we defeat the giants. The giants of fear that are in you. The giants of worry that kill us. The giants of bitterness that poison and pollute us. The giants of betrayal. Just like that coach. And like David's very own friend. The giants of failure. You tried this once. In fact, you tried it a hundred times. The giants of pornography that are rampant throughout all of us, throughout all society. The giants of alcohol and drugs. The giants of rejection, divorce. Humiliation. No esteem. And you might chuckle, and I don't mean it to be funny. The giant of getting older. You just don't function like you used to. And you wonder about how, Lord, it's going to happen to me. All these giants can be taken out by the Word of God. And every time they flinch or jump after you've taken them out, hit them again. 
take them down with the Word of God. Now, I've got four scriptures or so that I want to read with you. Those that you want to, don't have to. Doesn't mean it's not going to work if you don't walk down here. Those that you would like to, I'd like you to walk down here and stand because we're going to read them together from the Word of God off the screens and in your Bible. And as we start, even maybe right before we start, you think of the giants. The giants of, you're just a kid. You're just a youth. I'm a widower. All these giants, you start to name them up. And you say, I'm going to start to take you out one by one in the name of the Lord. You come to me with all your accusations and all your screaming and lying. I'm going to come to you in the name of the Lord. And you start to take them out. But Ed, I, need, I want you up here on the stage with me. I have something for you to do. Whoever wants to come down now, just please come down. And as you come down, I'm serious. You take these giants. I want you to stand because I want you to be able to read. Whatever they are, make room. Whether you're standing here or out there, there are giants in your life. We're just going to simply read the Word of God. But I want you to read it like you believe it with all your heart. This very moment, with the stirring of the Word and the faith that God has dropped in, standing in the presence of God, in the house of God. Lord, we're going to believe this Word for these giants that are against us. very first one is Psalms 91. We're going to read Psalms 91, 1 and 2. Okay, here we go. I want you to speak it out. Speak the Word of God out. I want it to come out of your mouth so you can hear it. Because the Bible says, faith cometh by hearing and hearing the Word of God. Let's start right now. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under, under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge my fortress, my God, in Him I will trust. In Him, in Almighty God, He is my refuge. I'm not trusting in Pastor Joe and New Hope. I'm not trusting in myself. I'm trusting in Almighty God, in Him. We are going to take these giants out. Second one is 2 Samuel 22, 3 and 4. The God of my rock, in Him I will trust. He is my shield and the horn of my salvation, my high tower, my refuge, my Savior. Thou savest me from violence. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. I will be saved from my enemies. The Word of God declares it. I don't care whether you feel it. I don't care whether the enemy's laughing and screaming right now in your ears. God said, so shall I be saved from my enemies. I will be saved. 
First Corinthians or Chronicles 17. All set? Here we go. O Lord, there is none like thee, neither is there any God beside thee, according to all that we have heard with our ears. There's no other God. There's no other place to turn to. There's no more stronger person to rely on. There's no other book to get. No other uh, subscription that you need. It's the Word of God. None other. There's none like thee, God. There's no one that can bring things into existence from nothing. There's no one like you, God, who just speaks and the stars twinkle. That's your God. And the last one, 1 Chronicles 29, 11. It says, Thine, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the, <coughs> and the majesty for all that is in the heaven and in the earth is thine. Thine is the kingdom, O Lord, and thou art exalted as head above all. And this guy is on your side. This guy is with you. And I'm telling you, those giants ought to be shrinking. Be like that man. Say, God, you are my guide. Lord, if, if what I'm praying for never comes to pass, so be it. I'm going to serve you. Whether I live or whether I die, I am the Lord's. Spit in the eye of the giants. Spit it. Say, no more. I'm not listening. I'm not being moved by what you say. And you expect those ugly guys to rise up, even probably as you turn to go back. You expect them. Ed's going to lead us now in prayer. Pray with Ed. You name those giants. Name them in your life. Do warfare. Come against them, whatever they are. Okay, Ed, thank you. Psalms 18 says, I will love thee, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, my deliverer, my God, my strength, and whom I will trust, my buckler, and the horn of my salvation, and my high tower. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. The sorrows of death compassed me and the floods of ungodly men made me afraid. The sorrows of hell compassed me about. The snares of death prevented me. In my distress, I called upon the Lord and cried unto my God. He heard my voice out of his temple and my cry came before him even into his ears. The earth shook and trembled. The foundation also of the hills moved and were shaken because he was wroth. Because God was wroth, somebody was messing with his kids. The earth shook and smoked. Look, I expect the enemy to jump on you again. You grab the word of God. Do something different this time. Get alone. Get in your bedroom. Get downstairs. You turn to Psalms, you start reading them out loud. Read them like I read them. Give unto the Lord. Read them like you're absolutely in battle and faith will stir inside of you. It will. It absolutely will. Do your best to come back tonight. I say that a lot. Do your best. We're going to show you how God uses insignificant things to bring tremendous victory in your lives in your lives.
Father, again, we come to you, Lord. We, we thank you, God, that we have the word of God, Lord Jesus, that never changes, God. What you said today, you said in old and you'll mean in the future, Lord, that we can bank on it, Lord. We can live in it. I pray for your blessing upon these people, Lord, that they will apply the word of God to their life. They will defeat giants that are going to come against them. And even now, raging against them, Lord, they would take them out one by one by one. The giant of rejection and worry and fear and fret and failure and doubt, Lord, and lying. All these giants, God, that come against us to keep us from walking freely in the promised land. Give us great victory, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Bless you. Have a good afternoon.